Good morning. It's Sunday. It's that time. Uh, it's ATW, All Things Wrestling Podcast. I'm your host, Tony Twist. As always, joined by... Healers. Hey, y'all. Good and morning. No, she is not wearing an Oprah shirt, so don't let your eyes <laughs> deceive you. It looks P. like P. It, Ray, y'all. It looks P. like P. It, I, I'm still trying to wake up. I thought it said Oprah. I was hoping she was not plugging Oprah for some reason. No. Um, PP Ray, Pretty Peter Avalon, and Ray Rosas. Go follow them on Instagram. That's a pretty cool name. P. I P. like the shirt. It's very throwback to the 80s. You know, I'm a kid of the 80s. So, but anyways, still trying to wake up. <laughs> Uh, my daughter had her 13th birthday party last night at a hotel. Um, I got her a hotel uh, room and I had to join room. And if you know, if you have any teenagers, um, I just let them fucking just go at it. Just you could stay up as late as you want. You just got to know I'm getting your asses up early in the morning because I have a podcast to do. So I got to get home. So I'm still trying to wake up. Um, but here we are. Liz, it looks like you're frozen or you're just not moving. Oh shit! There she moving. goes. Oh, okay. <laughs> Damn. She's like, I'm so. Have I'm so. Pretend. Make them think it's a picture. Right. <laughs> I was like, wait, is Liz frozen? She's not moving. No, I'm. I'm. I'm just listening. I'm listening. I'm listening. Oh, okay. All right. Well, hey, we got a we got a great guest coming on today um, from the Wrestling DeLorean podcast. Um, Mike Dinero is joining us. Mike, Ooh, how you doing, man? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I'm a big fan of the show. I'm glad to be on uh, Wrestling DeLorean Podcast. Everybody can listen to that every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, and now officially on the Circle Debate every Thursday and Friday also. So nice. definitely excited to be on. So, Mike, you're on the East Coast. Where are you at? New York. New York, New York City. Yep, Staten Island. That's awesome. Yeah, we got a lot of the like kind of our network of guys – uh, the call up podcast, a bunch yeah. of guys, they're all in, in NYC. Speaking of hey. Kenny from the call up podcast, it's good, Kenny. Thank you. Yeah, see, I, I thought I could have sworn the shirt said Oprah, but you know, that's me. <laughs> no, it does not. PP Ray, they're in independent scene. Time. Yeah, shout, shout out to PP Ray. I remember their stuff in uh, PWG like in 2011, they're, 2012. Oh, they're so yeah. amazing. They it's just got linked back up together recently, I think last year. and they're making a comeback, y'all. And if you guys haven't watched my last YouTube vlog or my second to last one at Prestige Wrestling, they actually threw a small little um, promo at the end of my video. So oh, that's dope. That's dope. <laughs> They're fucking amazing. They're amazing. But anyways, how are you, Mike? Long time no talk. I know. Right? <laughs> it's been like two weeks. No, I'm, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Working hard. You know, it's a lot of podcasting. <laughs> well, man, that's 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 awesome. So you know for our audience our viewers tell us all about your show uh how long you guys been doing i know you guys got a pretty big following um yeah i want to hear it, man i'm a yeah. i'm an 80s kid so i love the name seems like a lot of stuff just going retro nowadays a lot of 80s yeah, right? a lot of 90s <laughs> my daughter and her friends are like they're 13 they're all listening to like nirvana and all. i was like am i in a time machine i'm like what's what's going on here like the 90s are coming back like i'm in high school again or what yeah yeah tell us about the podcast man i want to yeah, hear all about it wrestling delorean podcast we've been doing it for about uh three years now um basically we go back in time we talk about the modern stuff of course we talk about AEW, wwe New Japan, Impact, all the good stuff that's going on today. But we also go back in time. Every Monday, I cover the Monday Night War. 
uh, Raw versus Nitro every Wednesday. I'm talking about ECW Hardcore TV, and every Friday we do Impact Wrestling. Um, starting, I think in two weeks, we're going to be going on Saturdays. We're going to be going back in time and doing every Saturday night's main event. So we'll definitely be covering. Now you're talking my language, man. I mean, that's the shit I grew up watching. Yeah, we'll definitely be talking the glory years. You know, we got, you know, Hogan, Nash, Hogan, Savage, Andre, Warrior. So I'm really excited to start that. How old are you? I'm 28. 28. Damn. So so I saw all this shit when it happened back in the day. (laughs) So so it's it's interesting to see because I think I think Liz is like around the same age Uh, watching some of that back uh some of it doesn't always hold up but i i guess perspective from you know someone your age what is it like watching that and then kind of telling your audience about it like kind of give me that play-by-play like are you seeing this stuff for the first time or have you already watched it and then you're well, watching it back a lot of the like monday night war stuff this is all stuff that i've already watched i lived through it like from the moment I was born, my dad was heavy into wrestling, so he got me into wrestling at an early age. And my mom also. Nice. So a lot of like the old school stuff, like <clears throat> I, I've seen when it happened. Um, ECW, I would stay up late on Mondays uh, on school days to watch ECW at like one o'clock in the morning. So I, I lived through that, too. But some of the stuff like going back to like the early 90s and sometimes even the 80s, that's all like new to me. So I'm really excited to like learn things that I didn't already know and see things that I haven't seen. That's awesome. Uh, man, ECW in the 90s, like that was that shit was awesome. I know nowadays, you know, Liz will tell you, you're going to these fucking shows, these death matches. I mean, these guys literally there's going to be a murder in the ring. And like <laughs> we had talked about this a couple of weeks ago, like I'm not really big on that kind of wrestling. But yeah. going back to the ECW hardcore days, that was a little bit different. Um, but nobody was shooting glass onto you, you know, in the first couple rows, like none of that shit. Like this was like yeah. hardcore wrestling. It was like wrestling mixed in with hardcore elements. Seems like these matches now, it's just like, let's just kill someone in the ring. And that's they're, like, they're trying to one up each other. And that's the thing. Like ECW set a high bar. So it's like, how much more extreme can we get? So they're like, all right, let's, let's take it to another risk. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm not a big fan. Not a big fan of that stuff nowadays. But that, I can take just, I can take in the little doses. A little yeah, doses. I mean that's just yeah. me. I've seen some clips. I know Liz has been at some shows, and it's like I'm not trying to be at a show and have some glass <laughs> flipped on me in the first couple rows. Like <laughs> I'm not going to a, yeah, I'm not oh, going to a show to get know, hurt. If you look at the cards before you show up, and it says a death match, you know, facts you have to bring your safety goggles. I'm just saying. <laughs> I just want to go enjoy a show. I don't need to go into my tool shed to get stuff to to get ready to go to a show. You know what I'm saying? It's very, very enjoyable. So what – hey, Mike, so tell me about your show. How many – like, are you guys – do you do it live or do you guys record it? Like, how does that work? Well, right now the Wrestling DeLorean podcast is just recorded, and it's mainly audio. I got to get back on YouTube. I haven't been on YouTube for a little bit. Um, the live show, that that's all circle debate. When I'm on circle debate, that's the only time I'm really live. And that's every uh, Thursday and Friday. Friday, we do like top fives. But for the rest of DeLorean right now, it's just the um, audio platforms. So Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, all, all anywhere you can find podcasts, the rest of DeLorean is there. And as for the following, like it's definitely been growing and I'm very humble. I have fans from all over the world and it's, it's beautiful to see because I've been working really hard at it. And I'm just happy that people actually want to listen to it. So that's very humbling. Now, doing a live broadcast and doing a recorded. Um, this show, 
99% of the time is live. We've had some guests where we had to make some accommodations. Like we had Jimmy Smith on the voice of Monday night raw. Jimmy can't really do a show on Sunday. Uh, If he does, it's like late in the day, but like, so we'll make accommodations for people, but I prefer to be live. I like doing the show live. I don't like going and editing. I don't have time to do all that shit. Like I just like, let's do it live. And whatever happens, happens. What, what preference do you have? Do you like recording it or do you like doing the show live? Well, I'll tell you what, I, I've been recording it for three years and I, I thought that was like my preference. And so I started doing the circle of debate and I'm like, yeah, when it's live, you get a little extra. It's like a little buzz, you know, anything can happen when it's live. So, you know, one, I don't have to go back and edit it Two, like, you never know. Also, I could interact with fans if it's live, you know, people could comment in just like we saw Kenny, like commenting in, we could talk to Kenny. So I definitely feel like within the next month or so, I might be moving to like StreamYard and doing the rest of DeLorean live. Especially like the way I do the watch alongs, like I could bring all that to StreamYard. And I think that that's something I've been working on, bringing it to a, like a live platform. Nice. Yeah. yeah. That's sweet. My, my question for you, um, Mike, as I've been wanting to know, how, what, what's the, what got you started to wanting to just, you know, put yourself out there as a podcaster and let alone, you know, doing throwback, like how, um, you know, Tony was mentioning, you know, you were still at a, we were a very young age at that point. So you yeah. living through it now and watching it or even watching clips that you haven't seen and people are recommending to you. What made you want to, um, you know, put, you know, put your voice out there regarding to your opinions for that? I, I started podcasting in like 2012. I had a hip hop podcast with my, uh, my rap group because I'm also a rapper. So I, I had a podcast then. It was short lived, but I love doing it. And I was trying to figure out, like, how could I get into, like, get back into podcasting and something that I would love to talk about. And my whole life has been, like, surrounded by wrestling. Like, I, I've been, like, the geeky, obsessed kid that would talk about wrestling and wear wrestling T-shirts in high school. And everyone's like, oh, grow up. I'm like, man, fuck you. But anyway, that's, like, that's all I, that's, yeah, right? So that, that's, like, something I've been obsessed about. So I was like, it would be perfect if I talk about wrestling. Um, when I started it was like right before AEW. So there wasn't much that interests me in like the modern landscape. So I figured the stuff that I really enjoyed was, you know, the wrestling I grew up on ECW attitude error nitro. So I figured if I was going to start a podcast, let's talk about the things I want to talk about instead of trying to like, just be the news reporters for what's going on. So that's why I wanted to go back in time. But I noticed when I was going back in time, I had a lot of people asking me questions about like, oh, what's your thoughts on AEW? What's your thoughts on NXT? What's your thoughts? So I was like, you know what? Let me find a way to fuse both and I'll do, you know, a throwback segment or we'll do one day where it's just all throwbacks. But I'll got to definitely put like modern news and talk about the modern stuff, too. So I tried to just fuse it both. Um, yeah, I mean, the reason why I got into it was just to talk about wrestling. I. I don't know many people who were big as fans as I am. So I figured if I put myself out there, maybe more wrestling fans who are fans like me will come and talk with me about wrestling. So, and that's what ended up happening. I mean, look, I'm here. So that's, that's dope, man. Cause that, for real, same, I did the same thing. I didn't have that many wrestling fan, uh, fan friends. Do you have um, now that before, even hopping on to, you know, the wrestling community, getting to know people within your area. But did you actually already have friends that were already into wrestling and you were able to kind of just, you know, shift that conversation into your podcast? Yeah, well, mostly like old school stuff. Like I I have friends who are into wrestling, but only the wrestling like 
back in the day. Like it wasn't really anything that they were watching now. I'm trying to get people on to like AEW and stuff like that now, but you know, a lot of just oh well, Stone Cold and The Rock talks and and not really yeah. like anything modern. <laughs> so I figured now, now definitely like now this definitely grew that like friendship with people who talk about wrestling. So whenever like something happens or anything major happens, I have like a bunch of people to talk about. So I'm really grateful for that. That's how it I love it. I I like, you know, the wrestling community itself. It's it's amazing so far. Um and then especially the growth that you I the growth that you have not only as a podcaster but as a rapper. I see your shit, your shit fire boy. Oh, thank I like you. it. Thank you. <laughs> I appreciate it. You that. guys have not heard his music, y'all need to go to his Instagram page. He has all his links and everything Thank there, you. But. I appreciate that a lot. Thank you. Definitely I, I am- how- I'm sorry to say, but I am not familiar with this rap music. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, check out like, Lords of Gotham on Instagram, Lords of Gotham on YouTube. We got some music videos up, a lot of new stuff that we've been working on. We have like 19 songs in the vault that we're just like waiting to drop. So a lot of new stuff is going to be coming out soon. Nice, nice. Yeah. That's awesome. Thank you. Summer anthems or what? Are we are we getting some summer anthems? Uh, I, got, I got one in the bag. Yeah, <laughs> I got one in the bag. I'm really excited for Hey, you know, we need that twerking song, so. <laughs> Liz, is, Liz is ready to party. Liz is ready to party. What time is it? Like, I need something that I know. We're going to in the morning. Gonna, exactly. Like something that I'm just going to pop up right now and get in the pool and just, you know. <laughs> but no, it's amazing having you on here. Um, Thank you. I, I've gotten uh, to speak with you a couple of times with uh, Circle of Debate and all that. Sure. And you're very knowledgeable in the wrestling community. So in the wrestling in general. So I thank you for coming on. Thank, thank you for you. making time for us. And having of course, of course. Us. It's a pleasure to be on. Thank you so much. Well, hey, man, how much but, time you got? Can you hang out for a little while? Can we talk yeah, some yeah. wrestling or you got to sure. bounce? We're, we're, no, what you, sure. got? Good. you going to brunch okay. or something? What do you got going on today? Yeah, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> Awesome. Liz is like, I'm going to brunch. She's like, what, what time is it? We're going to brunch. Can I go this? Me, I actually, I'm, I have an event later on today. I'm going to be getting ready right after this. I'm going to, I got my cowgirl boots on and my hat, so I'm ready. Yeah. <laughs> where, where are you going? Are you plugging this or are you just telling us? You no, got no, I'm just, no, I'm just saying I'm going because this is a Mexican <laughs> event. Oh, um, <laughs> there you go. Um, they're gonna have Noah Rebeldes and um, who else is gonna be there? Hijos de Barron. So, oh yeah, yeah, I get down on that all the time. Yeah, definitely have fun. Whoever that is. <laughs> but but let's get a little bit into this week. Um, Are you kicking my, off the stories? I'm, I want to go ahead and get Mike's input regarding to this week on how you felt so far in the wrestling. What's been going on with the wrestling world? I know well, a lot I think- has been going. On with the whole McMahon thing but aside from that yeah. wrestling in general um well no hold on I that you, I, that was the very first thing no. I wanted to talk about was Vince because Why? yeah no. we got to talk about Vince we have to talk about Vince that is the biggest story all right hold on hold on, hold on. Let's, let's let's talk about Vince because now I watched this is going to show my age but you know the whole the steroid trial Vince McMahon he beat the United States federal government. This guy has taken on the U.S. government, which not many people can say they they beat. Like he walked away pretty unscathed from the federal U.S. government, the whole steroid trial and everything. But now 
this is all going down and they're saying this is over the course of like 16 years or some shit, $12 million paid off hush money. This is a little post me too movement. Um, but Mike, what are your thoughts? Do you think Vince McMahon, he's finally going to be taken down and I guess it's going to be taken down by him paying off some, some women to keep him quiet. Like, what do you think? Or do you think he's going to walk away from this too? Well, First of all, I'm not surprised. You know, I know a lot of people are surprised. I am not surprised. Yeah. Like, this is, you know, Vince McMahon. This is the guy who was kissing every WWE diva if they were blonde and making it a part of the storyline. You know what right, I mean? Right, right. Yeah. So, like, I, I'm not surprised at all. Um, when he beat the federal government, the company was not public. Now the company's public, so it's a whole new factor. There's stockholders. There's a board of directors. And, you know, there's a lot of rumors that WWE is trying to sell. This could hurt that. I feel like for the betterment of the WWE at this point, with more and more shit coming out about Vince McMahon, it's probably best if he just walks away at this point. This is not young Vince McMahon, you know, middle of the attitude ever trying to you know, take over the world. WWE is already a global phenomenon, and anything that this man does right now is going to put a black eye on it. So I think it's best if he just walks away. Well, to be honest with you, if, if you kind of know the ins and outs of, you know, any corporation when there's a CEO board of directors can actually remove you depending yeah. on number of shares and this and that. But in this case, he made it to where he can't be removed. He can't be fired. He can't, he can't be, you know, they can't show him the door. He has to actually resign. I believe he has and, 80% uh, voting power. Yeah. So yeah. They, they can't vote him out. They, I mean, nothing, even though it's a publicly traded company, he made it to where he still has pretty much all the power. So is he going to step down because he can't be fired? I'll tell you what, his ego will never let him step down. But I think that so he's going down with the ship is what you're saying. I believe so. I could be the end of WWE. I mean, really, if you think about it, if people actually do care about this man, if he has people in his corner that actually care, I think it's time to have an intervention, sit him down and be like, it's time to go. It's time to step away. You made your mark on the business. You revolutionized the business. You know, everything that we see today, no matter what company it is, it's all because of what Vince McMahon created, because this is not the territory system anymore. Vince McMahon created dressing to a global phenomenon and everybody, you know, even though they want to call themselves alternatives, they follow suit and they follow the blueprint that Vince McMahon laid. So like you made your mark, you revolutionized everything. But now it's like when everything comes out, all these allegations, you know, he just lost his Netflix documentary. It's time to just pack it up, man. You did enough. You're almost in your 80s. Like, come on. Because they can't now if they do, like, there's been rumors about selling the company. They were getting ready. I personally never thought the company was going to be sold. I, I just can't see Vince selling it. Maybe Nick Khan had the motivations like, hey, let's do this. Let's set up, you know, the Peacock deal, billions of dollars for the streaming rights. And, you know, all these things that they were kind of laying out made it look like, okay, maybe they could be on the, you know, the verge of maybe selling it. Now, they, they would get pennies on the dollar for the company. They This really hurt any promise of if there was going to be a sale. Now that's pretty much out the door. I, I think that there might still be a possibility. It depends on how quickly they could get rid of Vince. If they could get rid of Vince, I feel like we could salvage the name of the WWE because at at this point, it's still a global phenomenon. We still have high sponsors. It's still known as like the NFL of professional wrestling. So I feel like any company would feel like they could 
take that entity and make millions and even billions off of it. It's just that if Vince McMahon stays around and continues to put a black eye on the WWE, it may really hurt the sale. I don't think he's going anywhere, man. He's popping up on TV. Either. He's jumping out of the <laughs> ring. I mean, they're making memes about him. I, I think he's going with the the line like, hey, any publicity is good publicity, but this is not the case. I'll tell you what, like what I want to happen is for him to walk away. But mm. what I think is going to happen is he's going to stay. He's probably going to go down with the ship. He has too much pride and ego. So I think that he'd rather see him lose everything before he walks away from it. Right. We got someone uh, commenting on our Twitch. Any word on mm. Bailey coming back? I think we've been talking about Bailey coming back for ever. Wow. I feel like she's been gone for 10 years. <laughs> Who's Bailey? <laughs> right? Pretty much. You might as well just reintroduce her, change her name. Right. Give her the NXT treatment, right? Bring her up as, as someone else. She stays relevant on Twitter, though. I give her that. Yeah, most definitely. I give her that. She really stayed relevant through her absence in TV in general. She stayed really relevant on Twitter. So Yeah, that's how you have to do it. You don't want people to forget about you. Well, we don't want Vince McMahon to take up our whole our whole show here, but it, it is really interesting. I love getting the take on it. Liz, so you didn't want to really talk about this story, but, I mean, what do you, what do you think? talk about it wasn't the first thing i wanted to talk about <laughs> that's why i leave it for the end um no for me i mean like my said i wasn't surprised i was not surprised at all we all we all know exactly like what my said like you see it play out on tv you really think that this shit don't go on backstage uh yeah. just saying like they were they really sexualized females back then so i don't doubt it um like you said his ego is really big so I don't know. I don't know if I see him particularly staying full time. He's probably going to take this as a hint of God. Like you need to, you know, move on with your life. Like let somebody else, you know, take the reins on, you know, from this horse. But I don't know. I don't know. Maybe Stephanie and Triple H can stay on a little bit longer or maybe he's going to keep them on long enough till people kind of get over it. And this isn't you know, huge news. Like people are just like, oh, okay, that's, you know, yesterday's news right now. It's today's news. So everybody's concerned. Everybody's nitpicking and cancel culture is huge. So yes, you're probably going to have people, because I did see that their stocks, right? The first, when it all got recently announced about the, the whole 3 million, his stocks went down and now it's going up and down. Flick. So I think that they're just kind of trying to weigh it out or they're going to eventually just weigh it out and then determine what he's going to do. If he's going to, decide to stay full time and still have full control of everything or, you know, just be a little bit more behind the scenes, but I don't think he's going to be leaving anytime soon. This dude is going to take his last breath at probably one of these WrestleManias. I'm right. Just- no, I definitely see that. Um, <laughs> it'll, be like, it'll be like an actual soap opera. Like they'll kill him off on the show, but then he probably will die in the proper. So like, it wouldn't be the first time they try killing him off on the show. Right. Well, anyways, let's flip the script. Let's talk about, let's talk about AEW for a minute. Um, oh, Liz got excited. What's the, what you got? Is that, I know you were excited about this week. If I know anything about Liz, I know her love for Waterloo. He's right here. <laughs> so beautiful. Is that? Uh, let me ask you: Is that an anatomically correct Wardlow? This is a what? <laughs> oh, you got to you know what that means? Anatomically correct no. Wardlow. <laughs> Mike, do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. All right. <laughs> no, I don't. They have removable chonies on it. 
No, it does not. <laughs> she tried. She tried. I haven't opened it, but no, oh, okay. I have the real thing. No, I'm just kidding. Um, Let's talk about AEW, though. Wardlow becoming the TNT champ. I bet Liz, like, her head popped off when that happened. Oh, my God. I was a half. I'm just so happy for him. I'm just so happy. I'm generally just so happy for him. Um, I don't know. I feel like I have a good eye when I see stars and eventually motherfuckers blow up. And this dude out of this world, man. Out of this fucking world. And I'm so happy for him. Um well AEW's not really great at keeping storylines going and uh making the best out of them. So hopefully they don't they don't kill him. Or, you know what I mean, ruin his momentum. You know what I'm saying? I don't think he will. He has a great momentum. It's just continuing. There's a lot of great athletes in that roster. So I see a great reign from him. And hopefully, um, I'm I'm just happy, bro. I'm happy. I'm happy because I'm excited to see all these, uh, you know, all these new matches that, you know, can possibly be dream matches, things that we've all thought about. It's fucking Wardlow, like Wardlow, the TNT champion. Like, I mean, I wish it was the AEW championship, but like he said, he'd rather just take it from the big dog. So for now, I'm happy with the TNT title around his, I don't even want to say waist because I don't even think it would go around his waist. Um <laughs> so anyways, I was, I, was pretty, I was pretty sad about, um, um, what do you call it, the acclaimed and the ass boys and Billy Gunn. I was I was sad that they broke up this week. Mm, I kind of knew, knew it was gonna happen. I kind of happen, and I was waiting for it. I was just waiting to see where Billy was gonna be standing. Um, and I am glad that he flipped it and he went with his kids. Yeah, I mean, that. you gotta stay with family, shit. Yeah, but so I I think that this is going to this is just my opinion, right? I think that this may lead to Road Dog coming in because. When I, I think of Max Caster, I think of like a modern day Road Dog. You know, Road Dog had the whole coming out with the mic and like performing basically like his whole entrance. So I think that it would be interesting if we have, even if it's for like a one off. And I see Road Dog is saying that he would like to be a part of AEW, but have like the acclaimed and Road Dog versus the Ass Boys and Billy Gunn, especially with the Billy what? Gunn Road Dog connection. That would be yeah, there's been, a lot of road, there's been a lot of Road Dog news lately. A lot of stuff yeah. coming out about Road Dog. So. I could see him coming in. And as for Wardlow, like 100% congratulations. Like, I think that Wardlow has the potential to be one of the biggest homegrown stars in AEW history. He, he's got a lot of momentum right now, and they just need to keep it rolling. They need to make sure that they do this right, though. Where's MJF? Yesterday's news, man. <laughs> he, he's used uh, into Christian Cage. Well, this is what I'm talking about with AEW. Um, they're they're writing and they're creative sometimes well not sometimes they've dropped the ball a lot how do you have maybe the biggest news story outside of let's say vince mcmahon um in wrestling i mean that's anybody that's all anybody was talking about you know with the mjf mike bomb in the ring they could have capitalized on something pretty pretty amazing and they really like all the steam has been let out of that like well, I, 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 have if it was per, on purpose or purposely, but this dude bashed on his boss, you know, in there. And of course he's new to this game. 
or I mean, he's probably just doing a different, you know, work around than what Vince did. He doesn't probably want to do what Vince did. Vince would have capitalized that in a second. Oh yeah. He's probably just trying to prove a point. Like, okay, I understand I'm cool. I'm lenient, but don't cross the line. There's boundaries. And I mean, I understand that was a, you know, one of these greatest, you know, freaking goddamn heel um, pipe bombs that there's been, but this dude bashed on his boss bad, like, bad so i don't know like i i feel like i don't think it was something that he kind of wants to nurture or even he wanted that to expand even more with the whole um you know uh them asking the tv companies asking um them to remove mjf from all their promos from the commercials and like all of their shit i don't like that's what i'm saying like i don't think they would have capitalized on something that you know it's being kind of like you know don't do this like you know be badass but you know don't bash on your boss because you're not getting paid what you want to get paid well see i disagree I it's all but i, I want to hear i disagree but i want to hear mike's perspective on it maybe because i'm a I manager think it's all <laughs> <laughs> i think it's all like by design that he's not there right now i think it's all the work <clears throat> because there was rumors that they were there was a meeting between tony khan and mjf mjf did get paid what he wants to get paid so now they're just mm-hmm. trying to make the storyline reality. So by TBS or Turner saying that they don't want MJF on, I think that's all work because something like this would have not have gone so far. Because even before he got to the whole part where he called him a fucking Mark, he was saying a lot of like savage shit and they could have cut the mic anytime before that. So if they felt like this was real and he was taking liberties, then they could have easily went to commercial, cut the mic or do something. So I think that this is just a work and him staying off of TV is just to say, hey, yeah, he got reprimanded for whatever. We don't want him here. So when he does pop back up, it's like least expected. I think everyone's expecting to see MJF. And what's the next move right now that you want to wait until people forget about it so it makes that much more of an impact when he does pop back up? He's going to come back in revolution. I do I do <laughs> like that view. I do like that view, Mike. I, I, agree, with you. I agree with you on that. What? What? I'm saying he's gonna pop up at a revolution. New year, new me. New year. <laughs> um, I, I do like that perspective, Mike. But I honestly think they could have capitalized on this so much sooner. I think wrestling fans have the attention span of a two-year-old. So if you go too long, it, it totally, it totally lost its steam. It lost its momentum. So if they decide to pop them back up at their next pay-per-view. I don't even know when that is. It's like in a month or two or whatever. I mean, that's just too long. I I think they could have really jumped on this right away. They could have just kept milking that week in and week out, show these little vignettes of, say, maybe MJF doing a promo somewhere else. Like there was a lot of things they could have did with this. And I I think – I don't know. Uh, I, I just think they went about this wrong. I agree with what you're saying. That could be a way to do it, but I think for as big as it was, I mean, really, there was so much other shit going on at that time, but that news, that MJF news took over everything. Yeah, like I do it, think that if he was going to stay away for a while, I would have liked to see him like pop up in like some indie shows, maybe Impact Wrestling, and continue talking shit the whole time right. about Tony Khan and AEW. So like, you continue to build the storyline. But like the silence is the only reason why I'm a little confused. And maybe I am wrong. I just know that when CM Punk left in 2011, he won the title, walked out, 
right? And the storyline was, oh, he's leaving with the title. And he came back like two weeks later. Everybody was saying, oh, he should have stayed away for a lot longer. It would have been a lot more like exciting if he stayed away for longer and it popped up out of nowhere. So I think maybe that's the route that I thought that they were going. But you're right. I feel like it would have been a lot more better if MJF was showing up other places and still like talking shit. We just got somebody commenting on our YouTube saying Booker T's dead. Booker T's dead? I don't think that's true. He was just at a show last night, Reality of Wrestling. So supposed to be at PCW Ultra too, right? Yeah, so just because you got an upcoming event, don't mean you can't die. Oh, that's, yeah, facts, right? <laughs> He's like, wait a minute, I got a show, I can't be dead. I don't see nothing online. Yeah, I don't know why. They, <laughs> hey, hey, Bobby, Bobby Sutherland, I don't know where you got Booker T's dead, but he did a show oh, last yeah. night. Oh, and then funny, saying, he just chatted with Booker on Twitch like two weeks ago. So, but I mean, he could have died this morning. He could have died two weeks later. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, hey, he's got a show. I can't die. <laughs> hey, yo, God, hold on. But anyway, Booker T, I guess I'm kind of flipping the switch for a minute. Booker T, he looked really, he looks like he's in great shape. I mean, he's an older dude. You know, he's in his 50s, but he did reality of wrestling last night. So I don't know. Is, is Booker T, is he trying to come back? Is he trying to make a comeback? WWE, AEW, what? They, they saw Ray Flair making a comeback, so everybody thought they could make a comeback. Well, Ric Flair. I, I, oh, speaking of Ric Flair, so they added his woo back into the the opening intro for WWE. I mean, I didn't see that coming. Yeah, me either. But I didn't even notice. I skipped through it. You skipped. <laughs> <laughs> I did. It's because I was okay. So I was um I was busy. So when I came back, it was already like it was recording on DVR. So I just pressed play and then I skipped through like. The first like to the intro intro like where it all starts so i didn't I see did. the whole i was just like i so i didn't even notice so i did I, if you wouldn't have told me i wouldn't have noticed probably till like next week or something well since we kind of jumped back to wwe what are you mike what's your thoughts on brock lesnar roman reigns part 35 I'm so excited. I am so – nah, I really could. I'm I could, excited. I'm excited. Here's the thing. The only reason why I'm ex- – like, I want to see it this one last time is just because we know that the WrestleMania match didn't go according to plan because of injury. There was rumors that this was going to be, a, like, a brawl. So I want to see it this one last time just so I could see what WrestleMania was supposed to be. But honestly, yeah, it's time to move on after this. Like – I don't want to see them even in the same brand for like the next like five years after this, because this is I, ridiculous. I am excited for it. And after Heyman's fucking promo to hype up Roman, I'm even more excited because this is what I have been waiting for. I have been waiting for Roman to get fucking savage. I need to see how savage he can fucking get in this ring. I'm, I don't know. I just need to see it. I know Brock Lesnar is a fucking beast, so I need to see this match go hardcore. Maybe even start breaking glass. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, no. <laughs> the, light tubes. <laughs> the only thing worse than Brock is Oldberg. Yes, random Rick, I would have to agree. <laughs> well, I wouldn't go that far because I still like seeing Brock, and I, st- I really like seeing Roman. I'm a big Roman fan. I like seeing Brock. It's just that I don't want to see Brock versus Roman like 100 more times. So like that's is this, why is this it? Is this closing the book on Roman and Brock? No, no, absolutely. Not. Definitely not. They're still they. Well, it depends on how fast Roman's gonna be leaving to Hollywood. Um, 
but I don't think this could be the last, last, last time. But for this whole little series of going back and forth with this title, yes. What happened to Summer of Cena? I don't know what, what happened with this. Like, um, I don't know. At least from what I've seen, he hasn't been booked for any televised shows. So I don't think there's a Summer of Cena aside from SummerSlam. Yeah, I would agree. I think that if anything, we see Cena versus Theory, but that's it. I don't think he's going to be back for the long run. <clears throat> well, so what do we think about the Almighty Prophets? I I like them. I'll tell you this right now. The Street Prophets are absolutely amazing, and their match at Money in the Bank was a classic. The match with the Usos was absolutely phenomenal. So if anybody didn't see Money in the Bank, that match alone is worth checking it out. Um, I like putting uh, the Prophets together with Lashley. I just, I don't know, I feel like ever since Lashley turned babyface, he's been kind of just like tossed around a little bit, even though he's won the title. I, I miss heel hurt business Lashley. I, I don't know. I feel like they kind of dropped the ball with him. I know. They could have left them as a fucking beast. Well, I kind of like Lashley as a babyface. And here, I'll tell you why. So, like the whole where are we going with Roman – you know, who, who, you know, he's this whole thing, he smashed everybody, but he, he actually hasn't smashed everybody. So, yeah. Lashley, I think, is a guy that we could. What, what, Liz? Nothing. Oh, I'm going to have to go back and re listen and try to hear what you said. Um, but, anyways, Lashley could be a legit opponent for Roman, and you could really see him win the belt, right? Roman Reigns as champ, this shit's got to come to an end because I, I'm I'm over it. I'm done with it. I've been over it. Um, I like. I, I think Lashley would be a legit champ. Um, this would be a good way for Roman to go take some time off and go fucking make whatever B C movies he wants to make. Um, I don't see him as a legit movie star. That's just my opinion. Not everybody becomes a John Cena or The Rock in Hollywood. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, but Bobby Lashley, I'm not big on Drew McIntyre, but, you know, maybe Drew as a heel could definitely be a good matchup. Maybe Drew heel, babyface Lashley. I mean, there could be a lot. I mean, think about all the different matchups with Bobby Lashley as champ. Bobby Lashley KO, Bobby Lashley Drew McIntyre, Bobby Lashley Seth Rollins. All these matches we haven't seen. We've seen everything with Roman and Roman part 35 with Brock. I mean, uh, yeah, one more time, sure. But that's it. Like we we got to we got to end this shit. Like WWE, I feel like they're creative for the main title. They've just they don't know what to do. They don't know what to do next. They I don't know. They're playing it safe. They're <laughs> I mean, knowing they what, what's yeah. going to sell. They know that these people are still going to put asses to seats at the end of the day. Well, They're Mike, what do, you, what do you think about Bobby Lashley, babyface champ? Do you think we could maybe really see that? Could they head in that direction? I wouldn't be mad at it, but I, I actually really do like the Roman Reigns title reign. I, I feel like this is a legendary title reign that people are going to look back at and be like, wow, this was history. Um I think that he still has some matches that will keep it fresh. That's why I was kind of mad that they're throwing Brock back at him. Because I feel like there is some matches you could still do. Like him versus Riddle on SmackDown a couple weeks ago was a great matchup. That was a fresh matchup, and he's been champion for two years. You know, I think that you could build up Gunther and have Roman versus Gunther. That, that's a matchup that has never happened. 
you could build up more characters. Like that's the thing. WWE built better stars around Roman. The Roman Reigns title reign doesn't feel flat. Roman Reigns could continue staying fresh as long as there's contenders that could go against him. Um, I feel like Kevin Owens as a babyface. We we seen it happen at uh at what was it Royal Rumble two years ago, or it wasn't last year, right? When he fought Kevin Owens as a babyface. I don't know. Kevin KO has bounced back and forth so much. I, yeah. I can't keep that straight. Yeah, I mean, you could always do that. I think that for what I would do, I would have him lose it to Seth Rollins and then have Seth Rollins versus Cody. Cody wins the Royal Rumble, have that at Mania. But that's what we call that's what I called a few weeks ago. Like I would love to see it to go in that direction. I thought that's why I thought Seth was gonna win money in the bank. I, I didn't expect it to be theory, but you know, I'm not mad at Theory winning. That That's a whole nother thing. Like, I feel like a lot of people hate on Theory. You know, WWE's trying to make new stars. So we always talk about they need to make new stars. They're attempting to make a new star. So I'm all for it, like, making a new star. Theory's a good wrestler. Yes. But I, I definitely feel like Roman has maybe not a lot more time as champion, but I still feel like there's still things that could be done as champion. So I wouldn't want to take the title off of him right away. Um, as for Bobby Lashley as champion, I think Bobby Lashley is a great athlete and a great champion. So I would not be mad at him being a babyface champion. I just liked him better, I think, as a heel. I agree with the hurt business. I think he would be. Um, but yeah, um, we got Random Rick saying Theory is the new breed and has a good heel face. Now, I don't know where they're going with this. Could could Theory really cash in and and try to cash in on Roman? I mean, do do we really see that happening, or are they going to kind of do this Theory and John Cena? I I was kind of thinking that maybe Theory goes against Cena, and it's for the money in the bank briefcase. They're, they seem to keep throwing this that John Cena is one of the only guys to cash in and lose. If Cena somehow gets that briefcase, he wins. He becomes the all-time winning champ. Is WWE going in that direction where – Cena becomes the all-time winningest WWE champ. What do you What do you think, Mike? I don't think Cena's going to be around for that for that long. I think that if he comes in for anything, it's going to be like one and done matches. Um, what I could see happen, I don't see Theory cashing in on Roman and winning. What I could see happen is if it does play out that Cody does eventually win that title, I could see Cody going into a war with like either Roman or Seth, winning the title, and then Theory cashing in, taking Cody's moment. So now he's like the ultimate heel champion. And now you have the story of Cody, his moment getting ruined and taken from him. And then you could have Cody and Theory go at it. I think Liz is cracking up at this comment, right? If Cena wins the belt, I'm deleting all things wrestling I have. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you can give it to me. <laughs> yeah. I think, I think random Rick is on the Cena sucks, John Cena sucks train because uh, he, he's, not, yes. he's, he's not liking that. <laughs> no, but I mean, honestly, I don't see Cena. I, as much as I would love to, I, I don't see him coming back and having um, a word. I don't want to say worthy, but I don't see him coming back and should be taking that title away from you know whatever's and then adding it on just to lose it a week or a month later, just because he has to go make a movie. I. I really wouldn't want his last reign and most meaningful reign to be that. That is just my intake on it. If he were to 
have to have like if he were to get it again or have the opportunity to have it is because he's coming back solidly at least for a year bro at least for a year like you know give me a good solid rain where he's coming back he get yeah he eventually whatever he's gonna get it right away but at least has the whole year for him to you know do something with it whether he keeps it the whole year or he doesn't but at least for me personally i would not want him to get anywhere near a title if he's not coming back for at least a good solid time to have a good reign because to win the 17th time be so freaking got that meaningful but i know wwe is gonna fucking kill that shit and i know that they're not gonna fucking listen and they're gonna do it either way but i me as a cena fan no i wouldn't want to see that i would be fucking pissed just that's just my intake on that this would be fucking pissed so let's let wwe let's not do that let's, let's, <laughs> don't let's piss not. me off can John okay. Cena come in as the peacemaker in WWE? Dude, that'd be so funny. I would love that. Oh my I was, god. I was really Just hoping add on to his evolution, like bro. <laughs> I was really hoping at Rumble that he would actually have been an entrant as peacemaker. That would have been fucking you know, great. a lot of people hope for that. It's so you could do, yeah, you could do Cena Rock three and have Peacemaker versus Black Adam now. There you <laughs> have go. a whole DC universe. This guy says he would rather have Orton break the record. He thinks he's at 13. I think Orton's at 14 or 15. So, but Orton, Orton's on the shelf with a bad back, and uh, his career could be winding down. I don't know how much longer he's going to go. So what do we think about SummerSlam? We kind of talked about Roman and Brock part 35. Uh, are the Usos going to drop the belts to the Street Profits at SummerSlam? Ooh. I want to see would, that. Can we would, see the belts on the Street Profits? I would hope so. I definitely would hope so because the Street Profits right now are money, and they're putting on amazing matches. I know there's rumors of possibly breaking them up. I hope not because I feel like they're a great tag team. Even if you want to go with a Stills run for Montez, you don't necessarily have to break them up. You could have them do like their own thing for a little bit and have them come back to tag. I feel like that's like the cop out. Like someone turns on somebody. Like that's so like archaic now in wrestling it's been done so long like just have people like the new day the new day didn't have to break up to have singles runs with the titles you know they did their own thing i feel like you could do the same with the street profits um but they're money right now and i think that definitely they deserve a title reign and they deserve to take it from the usos well especially with the lack of tag teams in the wwe how are you gonna break up an amazing tag team like wrestling is not valued in the wwe that's why Unfortunately, I mean, I, I want to see tag team wrestling come back in a big way, man. I mean, in the Attitude Era, you had so many tag teams. I mean, a lot of times the tag teams were better than the singles matches. And, I mean, the Usos and and the Street Profits, I mean, they had the match of the night, I think, at Money in the Bank. Yeah, 100%. I agree with that. So Mike's, Mike's calling it. He's saying the, the Usos are losing at SummerSlam. I want to see the Usos lose. Liz, what do you, what do you think? I wouldn't mind if they, but I would love to see the Street Profits as champions again. These dudes are fucking talented. And like I said, they don't need to split up or, you know, split up in a bad terms in order for them to have their singles competition. I mean, you know, their chances. I would love to see Montez is a fucking star, bro. That, that guy insane. I cannot wait to see his his evolution on with WWE. I really hope that they keep his momentum going and they don't decide to just be like 
you know, like if they decide to split them up, because they, they tend to do that. They tend to hype somebody up. They're like, okay, we're going to split them off and then we're going to make them their own thing. And then they just. Nothing happens. Yeah, yeah, nothing happens. And they don't know what to do. And they, yes, they know that they're so talented. They keep them, but they're just keeping them in the back or doing WWE live or WWE main event and stuff like that and not keeping them on a show with their solid storyline. So uh, I don't know. Like, I feel like if they were to split them up, I really hope that they make it fucking meaningful for both of them um and they're both successful but i would prefer them to stay together and i definitely do see them taking those titles away from from the usos now will they i i don't know i don't know because these dudes have been solid in uh trying to keep them those titles especially to keep roman happy and i don't know like I don't know. They bring their fucking A game when it comes to pay per views and big matches. Um, so I know we're gonna have a stupendous match. Now, who would I prefer to win? I would love to see the Street Profits have their time again because it's been over a year. Um, but I wouldn't be too surprised if the Usos retain. If the if Usos lose, could we see the beginning of the? Can we see the beginning of the end of the bloodline? Oof. <clears throat> I don't know. I, don't I definitely think, so. think if Roman wins and the Usos lose, I think Roman would definitely, you know, take it out on the Usos. Or unless, unless if the Usos were to lose um, and they were to help Roman, he'd be a little bit less, mm, but he'd still be pissed because they don't have the titles. Yeah. But they're going to find a way to assist him in a way so that he's not too mad. You know, it's kind of like when your mom, like, you know, she tells you to do something and you don't do it on time. And then you're trying to, like, help with everything else just to make up for that one thing that you didn't do when she told yeah. you to do it. That. Exactly. <laughs> well, Mike, we're going to close the show out with this. Naomi and Sasha Banks. There's been so many rumors. Are they done? Were they released? Are they in the on the internal roster? All this shit's been coming out about Sasha Banks and Naomi. Do you think they're really gone from the WWE? Are we going to see them pop up in AEW? Or is this all just the work as well? Nah, I think they're really done. I think they're really done. I I don't know. I, I feel like because a lot of people think this is a work. A lot of people think that maybe they actually had uh, some grievances and they're just like holding out to come back. But I'll tell you this. If they felt unvalued, if they felt like as women they weren't valued, I wouldn't want to go back to the company where the CEO has now got all these allegations. You know what I mean? I think that right. they're going to be definitely leaving, going elsewhere. Um, I would love to see them in AEW, but I think more so I would like to see them in Impact Wrestling. Impact Wrestling plays a large role with the women. They have women tag team titles there. They give the women a lot of time and a lot of storylines. So I think that that will be like right up the alley of what they want. They want to be valued in bigger parts of the show. But I don't think that they're going back to WWE. I think that Trinity, um, Sasha, and I now even saw that Paige may pop up in AW as well. But I, I don't think that they're going back. And this is definitely not a work. I'm glad that they walked out. I am a strong believer if you're not, you know, being valued, walk out then. Because you're an independent contractor. You're not forced to work anywhere. So if a company's not valuing you, then it's up to you to value yourself. So I'm glad that they walked out. You know, all this talk about them being unprofessional. Anybody at their job, if you feel like you're unvalued, you'd probably do the same thing. So I, I feel like, you know, they're definitely gone. Well, that's sad. I really, I mean, Sasha Banks, I think, you know, 
for the WWE to not keep her happy, I mean, she's one of the biggest names in, in the women's division ever there. Uh -huh. So that's a big that's a big misstep by the WWE. I don't really want to see her to go AEW because that roster's already too bloated. And I, I think their women's division, it, it's not anywhere near the WWE's women division. And I, I don't want her to go to AEW. I would rather see her go to Impact or one of these other, you know, organizations. I think I, AEW's women division needs a lot of work. I think AEW's women division just needs time on TV. They get one match a week. If they had mm -hmm. more time to really develop things, I feel like we could see more, I guess, more development within the division. But right now, it's just like you got one match on TV. You can't really build a division on one match when you have a whole stacked roster of women. So I think that the moment that AEW provides more time for the women to shine, that's when we'll see big things for the women in the AEW. Well, you heard it here first. Mike DeNiro from the Wrestling DeLorean podcast. Heel is always. I'm your host, Tony Twist. This is ATW All Things Wrestling Podcast. Mike, tell us where to find the Wrestling DeLorean. You guys got 25 shows. I think you're you're doing circle debate. To tell, where can everybody find you? Yeah, Wrestling DeLorean Podcast every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday on all podcast platforms. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, iHeartRadio. Um, you can catch me on Instagram at Wrestling DeLorean Pod, on Twitter at W underscore DeLorean Pod, and Circle of Debate every Thursday and Friday night live on YouTube. You can catch us at Circle of Debate on Instagram and on Twitter. Mike, it was a pleasure. Thank you very much for joining us. Liz, you got any events, anything coming up you need to plug besides the Mexican event you're going through tonight? <laughs> No, uh, well, actually, I do PCW next week, um, July 15th here in Wilmington, California. So definitely go check them out. I will be there. So um, aside from that, there's a couple other shows in the L.A. area. So um, also um, I am sponsoring my first uh, wrestling um, show event. So I'm really excited. And this is with... Let me get the name of the event. Um, sorry, because I am. I'm still noted at See how now. Um, <laughs> so follow uh, Pride, Pride Style Pro. They're out in Vegas. They're going to be having their um, next upcoming event. is till August, but August 12th. So it gives you guys enough time if y'all need to find you know your rooms in vegas um but they are going to be having an event i am sponsoring my first ever event there um so that's definitely dope. go check them out um so as congratulations I that, that, that's awesome thank you thank you um and then the second i don't think i have anything else do i do i do i do i um 23rd july 23rd venue wrestling as well in orange county so there you go liz plug away <laughs> plug away well anyways Happy Sunday, everybody. Uh, again, thank you very much for joining us. Uh, you can find us on YouTube, on Facebook, on Instagram, on Twitter, on Twitch. Still waiting on Liz to do our TikTok, but uh, we're not there yet. She's a busy lady. She's a busy lady. Yeah, sorry. Well, thank you very much for joining us, Mike. Wrestling Delorean Podcast. It was a pleasure. Podcast. Yeah, thanks for coming out, man. We'd love to have you on again. And uh, that's going to do it for us today. I'm your host, Tony Twist. This is ATW All Things Wrestling Podcast, and we're out. <laughs>